0: Good morning, Tappers. Good morning, Tappers. <laughs> ooh, it's like spooky season.
1: Oh my God, almost like aliens <laughs> or something. Like, ooh, <gasps> oh my God, it's like
0: extraterrestrial. Ah, Call
1: me Demi Lovato. Bit-
0: Wait, why?
1: She like a Demi Lovato is like obsessed with aliens. But she says actually oh, is Aliens she? Is, is derogatory.
0: What's um Demi's doppelganger? Is that like Poosh Lovato or something? Oh poo Poot. <laughs> oh poo. Oh my god, Poosh is um Courtney Kardashian's like lifestyle line or something that's oh. failing.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, whatever.
0: Like, Poosh. Poosh. Like it's not a billion dollar company. No matter to me.
1: Also, I'm sorry, it is not, like, cool and trendy to call anything poosh. It sounds like douche and poop put together.
0: Yeah, right. Like, come on, girl. Like, why why didn't Chris, like, talk some sense into her before she released it?
1: Right? Like, girl, poosh is not going (laughs) to happen.
0: (laughs) Right. But we know what's going to happen are... Aliens and UFOs. Well, actually, Megan, did she know, like, they rebranded UFOs?
1: Oh, yeah, because of the stigma.
0: Yeah, there's, like, a new word. It's, uh, they're they're UAPs.
1: Yeah, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena.
0: Yeah, I had to look it up. I didn't know they did a rebrand.
1: They're trying to be different, and it's like, we know where you came from.
0: We knew, we know who you are. That's, like, growing up in our era, when everything was like std std and then you got the health class and like actually we have a rebrand and they're stis and i'm like i can't keep up yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love how that like, was what you decided to <laughs> i remember that one it was just so iconic i'm like i grew up like knowing them of stds and then everyone's like actually they're stis i'm like can you shut the fuck up it's the same fucking thing
1: yeah <laughs> Oh my
0: God. get over it but yes oh my god ufos had a rebrand so we're so excited to talk about the recent hearing on capitol hill um about some new classified information that the government is keeping from us and they're like Hee, he, he, here's 90 minutes for a public hearing to ask us questions about what's going on with aliens these days so we have that story later on for you guys. And then also the very tragic Buffalo shooting. We wanted to dive into that story as well. So we got two stories lined up for you later on. But Megan, I don't know if you noticed, I got a little change here. Do you see anything different? Oh my God, your glasses are circular. <gasps> oh my God, you noticed. Yes.
1: <laughs> they they okay. still have the Jeffrey Dahmer like unibrow thing, but they're yeah, circular. I mean-
0: Megan, it's my brand. I have to keep the same style.
1: hmm I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't notice until you said something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. The Dahmer style is like, it's my brand. It's, you know, I love this look. I love this, you know, the nose bridge and then the bridge above it. But I walked into Warby, Mr. Warby Parker, and I was like, hi, I have these glasses. Oh, I got an eye exam too. My eyes, I'm getting blinder by the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and i was like oh i have these glasses and he's like oh what's the model name and i told him and he's like we haven't had those for like three or four years i'm like that makes sense because i haven't eye exam in like five years so (laughs) and actually i had to get an eye exam oh wait did i tell you this the coating on my glasses were like peeling off oh yeah a little rough
1: those happened in my last glasses before i got these
0: yeah so i was like that's when i knew it was time and I really wanted to get new glasses with the blue light already in them. So you can kind of see like the yellow. There's like a yellow tint, which I didn't know is yellow, but it is kind of yellow.
1: Yeah, I but see. But I wanted it.
0: the blue light. And honestly, I feel such a difference. Like I, my eyes aren't as tired because I'm not being strained by the constant like technology and computers I'm looking at all day. Okay. So I got a new set of Fishers. That's the model name. I went for my eye test on Thursday, Megan. Thursday, I left for Maine on Friday. By Sunday, I had new goggles at my doorstep. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a quick turnaround. I-, I checked the tracking, and it shipped through this company called LaserShip. Ship. Um, it was laser fast. Let me tell you what. I couldn't believe that service because usually they're like, oh, it's going to take seven to ten days. Then you can come in and pick them up. No. I had this shit delivered to my door in three days. So, so I mean, exceptional service is an understatement. Warby that Parker be, is it.
1: That should be our next uh, brand deal after Oh, Anchor. my God. I should hit
0: him up. Yeah.
1: Be like, yes! I, I believe in your product.
0: <laughs> I believe in your service. Yeah. But I ordered these. And then I also got a pair of um, prescription sun- Sunnies because I hate getting in the car because I wear my glasses, like, all the time now. Because, like, contacts, like, there's just too much to do. But when I get in the car, it's hard. Like, how do I put sunglasses on? I can't see anything. It's so bright out. The visor doesn't work. It's just, like, a lot. So I got a pair of sunnies as well. So I walked <laughs> out of Warby Parker $600 less than I had before.
1: Ooh. Yowch.
0: <laughs> so, because, you know, you're, like, walking through and, like, you finally find glasses you like. And you're like, okay, I'll get these. And then the little twink was like, oh, it's going to be $600. And I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) But You know, I already spent an hour trying on every pair. So I'm like, you know what? I've had my last pair for five years. It's a good investment, I feel like. Yeah, you got your money's worth. Bye. (laughs) got my money's worth. I got some sunnies and a new pair of prescription lenses. So I am good to go. Well, fantastic. Which, (laughs) Which is funny because like these came in in three days. I haven't seen the sunnies. I don't think they even shipped yet. I I, I believe the polarization it takes an extra few days to manufacture or something because what's the holdup here?
1: Well, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I I don't have an answer for you, and I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm about to call them up. That's what I'm about to say. But yeah. nonetheless, you guys, I can see better. My eyes don't hurt as much. I got the blue light technology, whatever the fuck it is. If it's a myth, it's a Mandela effect. I don't care. It seems to work. Even if it's a placebo, I think it works.
1: <laughs> yeah, like that um that product where it's like the skin cream to help you from the blue light. It's so harsh on your face and there's actually no oh scientific god. study that has proven yes. that that makes a difference. It's like, why are hey, we marketing I mean, this?
0: At this point, I believe it. I'll use it. Give no. me all that yeah. blue light protection.
1: Oh my god, protect. Protect me. Oh,
0: but I mean, nonetheless, Megan, now that I am protected from blue light... <laughs> How about we get into the pour before the two?
1: The poor before the two, because we got two big bahoonies, bahoonies, ballers. I don't know. Fucking A. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, on today's episode, I have just my little typical cup of coffee. Straight from the bean, from the bean to the ground to the to the liquid. However you want to say it. I got my fresh cup of coffee. <laughs>
1: I well, I got water and polar, and I'm ready to guzzle it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we haven't got an update on your COVID situation. Can you taste what's going on? It's good to see you're not guzzling vitamin your vitamin C anymore.
1: (laughs) So, I am doing better, got my taste, my smell back. I still feel tie tie all the time.
0: Oh my god, tai Ty like Ty Ty Banks.
1: Yeah, Ty Ty Banks. I'm constantly just model walking and
0: smizing. <laughs> I'm constantly tai Ty <ty-tye> Banks. <laughs> but I mean, I'm always tired,
1: so I don't really know if that's a difference, if that's COVID or if that's just me. Honestly, so.
0: I mean, honestly, at this point, it's just a good excuse to say you're tired.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm like I, it's like it's seven. It's been 17 months, my It's like I'm tired from going. I'm-
0: I'm tired. Oh, my God. I'm exhausted. It's just a cover-up for your laziness.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. You get me.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, I mean, I'm so glad you got your taste and smell back. You can taste all your yummy foods again, and you're not eating Mm. lettuce chips. I mean, that was getting kind of sad. (laughs)
1: It was very sad. I almost was doing it because it was sad and I was so mad. I was like, why not just be more miserable? You know.
0: <laughs> just add on the depression.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that was my mood. So
0: you just wanted to give your therapist more to talk about.
1: Yeah. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been in there in the session after I had COVID. We had a lot to talk oh. about.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I wish I was a fly on the wall. Oh my god. Well, alrighty. So I'm glad that we got our little beveragy nose. How about, Megan, you want to lead us into today's two hot toppies?
1: Let's kick it into gear because hot toppies are here.
0: Woo! Okay, so our first story, this was, like, big news. And I have to say, as a preface, the media really hyped it up. And not only the media, but, like, who the fuck? Oh, the Pentagon, like, Mm -hmm. Congress, like, everybody there was like oh my god we're getting new tea on like aliens and ufos and all this shit and like what really happened um at this hearing was so minimal and nothing major came of it like we didn't get a definite answer are there aliens yes or no like where's judge judy she would get the fucking answer in two seconds
1: (laughs) well here's (laughs) the thing that i found really interesting is that they're like yeah there are definitely things in the sky that we don't know about but it's like it, but they were like but it's not probably not aliens though it's right. probably not but we don't know yeah. what it is but it it probably isn't aliens and it's like i'm sorry you're just killing my dreams
0: right and i'm like you know you guys know you fucking know you know like if you just tell us like i'm not gonna be that scared i'm gonna probably live my life the same as it, as i did before
1: I would say right. I would live it I would live it happier knowing that there's aliens. Like
0: Right. Like it would just give me more of a sense of a hope that there's more to earth than just Earth.
1: Yeah, there's there's more to the world than just us humans <laughs> that are like really, if you think about it, we're really awful as a species, you know?
0: Um, yeah, and I feel like we're really failing as a society. Like I really do think we're in somewhat of a simulation here and like are we doing well? I don't think so.
1: <laughs> it's like we're we're sims. We have very basic actions that we can do. Right. And whoever is, like, doing the simulation, they just want to put us in a pool and take out the ladder until we yeah. drown.
0: <laughs> well, at some points in life, I, I think, like, this is all, like, a game. Like, with the Buffalo shooter, I think of, like, somebody up there just, like, controlling him and, like, had a bad day and, like, just wanted to, like, do this you ever think that like someone has like a controller and they're like controlling your life or like what you do every day or like it's a sims like you said Mm -hmm.
1: well i've always played like video games where i always feel so bad killing the people but some people are like oh if i'm playing a game i'm gonna kill everybody and be really mean and like i just like can't do that (laughs) yeah so it's probably whoever's playing our game is one of the people that was like, I'm just like going to kill everybody because it's not like they're real people. And it's like right. free, free guy where it's like he is a real person.
0: <laughs> he is. He has a heart and emotions.
1: Yes. And he loves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the big guy with muscles called? I forgot. No name. Oh, it, it
1: muscle muscle dude? guy or something. dude, dude. I think it was dude.
0: Was it dude? Oh, my God.
1: I think it and was Dude like, or something.
0: They didn't finish his character. Oh my god, what a great movie. If you guys have not seen Free Guy with the one and only Ryan Reynolds, watch it. It will change your life.
1: It. I feel like it needs 75 different awards, not these <laughs> fucking dreary, boring Oscar babe. Like,
0: Right. Where is the nomination for Free Guy?
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So back to the UFO stories. So on... Um, Monday of last week, the House Intelligence Subcommittee, okay, this is like a lot. The House Intelligence Subcommittee on Counterterrorism, Counterintelligence, and Counterproliferation held what the article said was a little question and answer. They had the fucking QA like a YouTuber.
1: Yeah, like a Reddit AMA.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like, they didn't know what to upload this week. So they're like, how about we just do a Q&A with the public for 90 minutes?
1: And, I, of course, people are like, so aliens. So aliens? So right. aliens. Are
0: they real? Are they there? Or are we living amongst aliens? And they had no answer to tell us. So this was the most recent hearing on this matter in over 50 years. The last time this was held was in 1969 when Gerald Ford, like, issued some, like, statement or something about aliens or the extraterrestrial. And, I mean, at that point in time, like, how much information did we really fucking have? Well,
1: i feel like what i took away is that they were like they're more concerned it's like china and russia like having super advanced technology that we don't understand and they're like watching us i feel like and i'm like honestly guys think bigger like are we really just thinking about china and russia like can we think aliens please (laughs) well i
0: mean that's what they're gonna say to keep us at ease like oh it could be this it could be that just making up excuses to keep the public like at ease that there isn't actually something out there but like we all know
1: i know well that's exactly what it is is that they're trying to which i understand because i feel like i've seen a bunch of like apocalyptic movies where they're like they keep the information away from the public as much as they can because once it's revealed it's like riots in the streets and anarchy and everything i mean i get it but like aliens though
0: (laughs) i know like come on so the committee was there was two pentagon officials who came to this open public discussion and when they say public it not like grandma was going to like ask a question it was like at the fucking congress like congressional people were asking questions so i don't know why they say public you know because it's not really public it's not like a like a town meeting for 90 minutes they held this public forum and then after the ninety minutes, they held a closed door classified briefing on Tuesday afternoon. Like what the fuck? You know, <laughs> like what? Like you're like what? What's the point of this ninety minute discussion if you're just gonna discuss the real tea in this closed door classified meeting? Like I want to be in on that meeting.
1: Yeah, right. It's like what's the what's the point? Right They're like it's it's the first in the first meeting of our generation and like all this stuff, <laughs> and it's like we got like the cliff notes, the watered down version.
0: right. So in their report, um they talked a bunch of nonsense and then they released two videos that have been in classified uh, containment for years that showed some unidentified objects that the military has no explanation for and cannot confirm if it's actually extraterrestrial activity. So in this first video, we are seeing in like the point of view of like a first person of a naval training officer, um, a pilot up in the sky, videoing just the sky. And then all of a sudden you see this reflective unidentified sphere shaped object zoom by like light fucking speed like you can barely see it you got to go like frame by frame to even see this shit and um it's only visible for a few short frames and they have no explanation this is literally what the pentagon official said i do not have an explanation for what this specific object is you know the camera work is so fucking bad in the first place and you have no explanation for what it is like what's the point of this hearing And I mean, like you said before, the excuse of it being China or Russia, that's kind of what the excuses they were making. Like every time they would say something, they would be like, oh, but it could be this. So they were saying it could have been a hypersonic, some hypersonic technology from China or Russia that we just don't even have the radar for or the knowledge of zooming past this Navy pilot um, at that quickest speed. And we don't know what it was. I mean, it could have been, like, a ray of light reflecting off a mirror or, like, anything, but, like, it was an alien.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, why would they keep it so classified if it was just, like, something easily explainable, you know?
0: Right. And in the second video, we see off the coast of the U.S. um, This was back in, like, this was, like, several years ago this happened. We can see with night vision goggles, somebody looking through the goggles, recording, recording. And it's, like, these multiple, like, flashing triangle shapes of light in the sky, like, going eerily, e- eerily slow through the sky. Like, perfect triangles, like, perfect acute angles. And it's flashing and moving slowly through the sky. And a quote from what they said is that this time, other U.S. Navy assets also observed unnamed aerial systems nearby were now reasonably confident that these triangle qu- triangles correlate to unnamed aerial systems in the area that gives us some information that like, they didn't even know what these systems were in the area, but they're confirming that they were actually observing them and that they're confident that they were something that they can't even identify.
1: But it's not aliens,
0: <laughs> but it's not aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Can't tell the public that, that good. but that was literally it. They only, they talked a bunch of stuff, you know, and they asked a bunch of questions, and then they released these two videos, and that was all we got. There's a new task force called the UAP Task Force, which maintains a database of all of these reported sightings of UAPs. Um, and it contains over 400 reports, and that's up from 143 reports last year. So it's like they have all these reports of sightings, all this video footage from not only people, but from like military. and they release these two videos that fucking suck. That, like, don't give us any information <laughs> that they can't even confirm that are actual aliens. Like, what the fuck was the point of this wasted time?
1: I feel like they felt like they were obligated to say something, or else people were gonna keep talking about it. So they're like, we'll just shut them up and just give them this little breadcrumb to nibble in.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So, what were you gonna, what was your next point?
1: So, I just randomly scrolling through facebook um today learned about this astronomer named avi Loeb. Um, he's an Inra- israeli american astronomer who worked at harvard who actually resigned in 2021 because he does not agree with the, the scientific community's handling of Good. extraterrestrial research everything. and mm-hmm. that's what he said he's like so his big discovery was the um it's going to be hard to pronounce, that On omoamu-a. Oh. Which is her- Hawaiian for scout. Okay.
0: okay why it- can't they just say scout?
1: <laughs> because this doesn't sound as cool, okay? <laughs> he believes it to be an alien craft because he said that it's anomalous. This is like science speak. Anomalous acceleration made perfect sense if the object was in fact a light- sail perhaps a derelict from some long expired galactic culture primed by years spent pondering how we might find evidence of cosmic civilization in the sky's depths um that instead had found us so they're thinking he was thinking it's like an alien scout craft because he was saying Mm. that the speed in which it was going at was um like impossible it was going by the sun like was impossible by our gravitational pull like
0: wow so he's kind of saying like they're kind of scouting out like different planets and stars and shit in the galaxy to probably eventually like take over
1: <laughs> yeah well to like yeah to make first contact and yeah so he discovered this phenomenon in 2018 and wrote a book about it And he is, like, not popular, really, in the scientific community because, in his words, there's a big stigma against, like, alien and cosmic civilization research because it's right now in the scientific community, he dragged them. He's like, it's all about getting (laughs) awards and recognition. Mm. And because there's a stigma of it being, like, tinfoil hat crazy to do alien research that no one's willing to entertain the idea Because, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to get an award for finding something that can't be explained. You know, you're going to get an award for solving these these big things. Like, and no one's going to pay attention to you if you're saying, if you're screaming alien, they're just going to write you off. And so he resigned from Harvard in 2021 to pursue his research into like alien life so i have not yet heard what he thinks about this congressional meeting but i'm sure he would say oh yeah of course they think it's china and russia and they're not going to entertain anything else
0: right okay i do feel like we need more people like him yes we need more hearings like this because just like you said anytime somebody wants to report about aliens or something like that They got the fucking tinfoil hats on and they are made to get laughed at and act like they're fucking crazy. So it's like, why would anybody want to come out and speak up about shit they've seen or they've recorded if they just know that they're going to be laughed at and made fun of? So we need more people like him, however the fuck you say his name, and more (laughs) of these fucking congressional Q&As. Like, we need to talk about it more so more people feel like they're comfortable enough to like actually come out with their experiences.
1: Yeah, to like normalize it and stuff. Right.
0: Well, I mean, I want to piggyback off that because it, I wrote down this other point about the Navy and Air Force crews about having a step-by-step procedure for reporting UAPs that are on their kneeboards in the cockpit. So one of the reps, Andre Carson, a Democrat from Indiana, he noted that skepticism around UFOs. Oh my God. He said UFOs. He's not even woke. And he's a Democrat. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he should know the lingo. Come on skepticism around ufos has likely led to pilots to avoid making their reports or getting laughed at when they did which is so fucking true and also another point i feel like this is one of the most like bipartisan things in congress right now is like republicans and democrats are like on the same page like why are you guys not telling us anything about this we want to know more it's like one of the most like unilateral like bipartisan topics in congress
1: (laughs) but like we want to hear about the aliens
0: right and i feel like it's like a thing like all taxpayers can agree on like yes i'll put my money into like space and like finding more about aliens you know you're not fixing the potholes around town but put the money into (laughs) fucking finding aliens please
1: yes i agree that's where i want my
0: tax money to go (laughs) right so that's our little update Mm -hmm. on the recent ufo congressional hearings um, hopefully there's more to come of this hopefully we have more in the future to report on but that's all we got for now we got two videos so i mean it seems like we're getting more and more as the years mm-hmm. go on or the months go on so that's good news i mean that's good news for us um alien and ufo enthusiasts so yeah. we'll have to see where this leads us
1: exciting exciting Yay! with that our next piece is talk about the tragic buffalo shooting that happened at the Topps supermarket.
0: Have you ever been to a Tops?
1: No, I've only seen them from afar, so.
0: <gasps> Wait, do you know where one iconic Topps, I don't know if it's still there or not. Do you know where it is? I feel like I'm picturing it. It's in Port Henry.
1: Oh my God, yes. I don't think it's there anymore.
0: It was next to the Stewart's.
1: The Stewart's? Yeah, I don't think the it's there stewards.
0: anymore. Because my grandmother would be like, oh yeah, I went to Topps real quick. So when I heard this in the news, I was like, oh, my God, I know what fucking Top says.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we don't have, (laughs) we don't really have any up north, I feel like. Yeah.
0: That was the only one I've ever heard of was in Port Henry, New York.
1: So it must be a New York thing because this happened in Buffalo, New York.
0: Way out west in Buffalo, New Yorker. And this is like so tragic and sad and disgusting. And everything about it is just so like evil. Like, just reading all about it and what led up to what the event was is just so disgusting Mm -hmm. that there's even people like this out there. Nonetheless, let's get into it, Megan. Mm -hmm. So the story begins with an 18-year-old boy. His name was Peyton S. Gentron. You know, I would be upset just as much as he would if I had that name. (laughs) Peyton, I never liked that name for a boy. Peyton, like, goddamn, your parents must have really hated you.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like the and, name
0: at all, so. Well, I hope they hate you even more now, Peyton. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're a discross. You're a discrossity. So Peyton was 18 years old, and he's currently being charged with first-degree murder, and he has pleaded not guilty. Don't know how he's um, managing that, but. <laughs> I know. Crazy. Okay, did you know that Peyton drove three and a half hours from his hometown to this place? Specific um, tops grocery store in Buffalo, New York.
1: Mm-hmm, because it was a predominantly black community and this was a yep. racially hateful motivated crime.
0: And Peyton, I mean, he did his research. He, like, there was proof that he researched the area of this particular city or town or whatever a grocery store in Buffalo had 78% of residents being black. So he knew the chances of him killing more black people were, were a lot greater if he were to do it in this um, grocery store in Buffalo. So he that's e- why he drove three and a half hours.
1: He even Googled, like, the busiest times.
0: Yes. So w- w- the, when he used, like, on Google, when you guys search, like, a store or something, it'll tell you the, the, most, the busiest times. It has, like, a, a graph. Yeah. It'll tell you, like, oh, 2 p.m. is busy, 3 p.m. is not busy. It's like he was even using, like, analytics and stats from, like, Google to determine when he was going to attack for the most busiest times. But, yeah, it's said he kept a full log Mm -hmm. of his entire plan and strategy going into this attack, just what happened last, last week. He's been planning this for months. He's been planning this since January. He has been keeping a log on Discord. And on that log, it's where we mentioned he visited the grocery store multiple times. So, one of the times he visited on one day and he visited at the times of 12, 2, and 4. And he wrote about the activity in the store and noting how many black and white people were in the market. And he also drew a map of the store. And again, he is documenting all this on his Discord log.
1: Oh, and he also took note of the security guard, who was also a black man who was armed because he was a retired police officer and was like, I'm going to have to go and shoot him first before he stops me. So he had a plan to get the security guard first.
0: Yes. And there was a moment during that day where he was there three times collecting data. The security guard asked him what he was doing coming in and out of the store. And he had one of the operations managers had to ask him to leave because on another occasion, it was said that he was uh, posing as a beggar and asking people for change and he was bothering the the customers so the operations manager asked him to leave the store so and also one of his diary messages he says in hindsight that was a close call getting called out by the the security guard because I mean it could have really altered his plans in a way and that's where, where Megan said that he has to kill him first or kill him because he knows he's like on his radar or whatever Right. Why does T.O.P.S. have a security guard?
1: I was wondering that too, but I know that when you're in like a big city area, like I remember I went to like a pharmacy in Philadelphia and there was um, security officers. So I think it's just like a big city kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It must be because like I was like, that's kind of odd. <laughs> like, why do they, of all places, why is he targeting a place that has an everyday officer? Like, why not target someplace that doesn't have... A security guard
1: yeah well um and he also even went over deciding if he wanted to go to a church or a school but he ended up deciding to go to the grocery store
0: right because there was more that there people was... yeah exactly
1: oh so he ended up shooting 13 people 11 of which were black and he killed 10 of those people right. ranging from ages 20 to 86 and there was a former police officer I tried to stop the gunman a substitute teacher and a taxi driver were among the people when he came in the security guard actually did like shoot back but none of the bullets hit and he ended up being killed by yep. peyton Gendron.
0: it was said that peyton was heavily armed um he was carrying an ar-15 which i feel like that's just like the token gun for like every mass shooting is the ar-15 he had that and he also had a rifle and a shotgun also in the car Um, he was wearing tactical gear a helmet a plated armor he was wearing plated armor (laughs) armor and he had a camera that was live streaming his entire barrage of bullets so as like megan said the security guard did shoot at him read that like his his armor that he was wearing like just deflected the bullets but if the officer had, like, a rifle or, like, a machine gun or something, he would have stopped him.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, a piece about the gun, he actually, I read that he legally obtained it. So mm. he was legally able to get the gun, even though when he was 17 years old, he wrote threats to the school and, and was, like, turned over to the, the whatchamacallit, the school counselor but because he turned himself in voluntarily to psychiatric evaluation if it wasn't voluntary he wouldn't <laughs> be able to buy guns but because he did it voluntarily he was able to still buy guns right. mm-hmm.
0: one of his like end of school year projects he wrote about a mur- murder suicide or something and that also rose red flags and he was sent again and he's also, he's also sent again for like a mental evaluation and he later got to, like dismissed or whatever and he later wrote on his diary blog about that situation and that's how they kind of connected the dots because they didn't release the name of the student because he was only 17 right but they were like okay so this happened to a 17 year old and he's talking about a murder suicide so they're connecting the dots and putting two and two together and he was saying they all thought i was just like crazy talking about a murder suicide but i was serious and i was actually planning this like it's so odd and crazy to see the mind of this kid going into this mass shooting
1: i know it's well in a lot of the things that he thought too one thing is that he believed in this thing called replacement theory which is where white supremacists believe that like people of color are trying to like take over the world and like get replace white people essentially so there's like this whole community that believes in that and it's also i feel like i've seen even documentaries or an episode about it where this family i think in south africa is like completely prepared for the race war like there's actual people that believe in that and with the help of social media it's like given a place for everyone to talk about it and like embolden people to right with these crazy ideas
0: well it's fitting because he described himself he described himself as a fascist a white supremacist and an anti-semite so i mean it's Mm -hmm. kind of fitting (laughs) that he would believe in that type of like replacement of the whites and everything
1: it's like so crazy i just don't understand how people could be so hateful
0: right and it's also crazy because We've gotten intel from, like, neighbors of the family and everything and saying how the the parents are, like, the nicest people. They walk around the neighborhood. They would never expect such a thing to come from this kid. Kids at school said that, like, yeah, he was strange and he was a loner, but, like, he never acted with violence. Like, he was just – he would never talk to anybody. But, like, they never saw it coming from him. All right there on social media. Well, he kept it private, but, like, he was documenting it for – months before he did it and Mm -hmm. you know no one even saw it coming
1: yeah it's just well and then also to live stream it on twitch and have such like a public platform to this heinousness it's right it's really it's really just shocking it's kind of like dystopian that's what i'm trying to say it's like dystopian that we live in a we live in a society where where people are compelled to share these awful things and to do these awful things and watch these awful things. It's just, I mean, and actually scary. like
0: write that, like he is putting his thoughts uh, diary log online, you know, he's mm-hmm. like actually physically writing them down. So mm-hmm. I want to go back to the guns because you said that he purchased them legally. He purchased like one of them from out of, or two of them from out of state. One of them was a gift from his father, the rifle and he actually, he left the rifle and the shotgun in the car and in his little diary entries, he was planning on using those to shoot other black people as he left the grocery store on his way to go shoot up another supermarket.
1: Mm-hmm. But once the police came, he ended up taking off all of his armor and surrendering. Right. So, and yeah, then, But that's then that's he's pleading cr- not guilty. I don't understand. Who's his lawyer? Right.
0: <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know. I mean, he has to know at this point. Like, it doesn't fucking matter how he pleads; he's going to die, or he's going to rot in prison for the rest of his life. But it's just like, at that point, I would kill myself. You know?
1: Uh, yeah. That I mean, I feel like that's what a lot of mass shooters do. Like, they'll do, they'll do a suicide. They'll,
0: right. they'll do a suicide. <laughs> I mean, that was his whole thing was the murder suicide. So it's shocking to see that he didn't commit to the the final plan here was to kill himself. So another point in the guns, one of the, I think it was the shotgun or the rifle that was in the car. We got video or we got photos of it. And I think you also mentioned this to me, you texted me. There was like racial slurs written on the gun. There was white lives matter. The N word was written on there. And interesting enough, there was a list of names and the names were including victims of, of crimes that were committed by black suspects. So he had um, white people victim names on the gun, huh. it, like he was. He was. He was, he was deep. deep. Yeah, Jinx. like this isn't just like ra- you know, like there's people who are racist, but like this is just like a whole nother level. This is like mm-hmm. your culty vibe. Like there's something wrong here.
1: Like it's his personality,
0: <laughs> right? And it's just like it's so bizarre to even like how does this even. How does somebody become like this? Because you're not born, and his yeah. parents, they got alibis saying like they're they're not like this. So it's like, how does this kid become like this?
1: I don't know. It's it's puzzling and it's sad and scary and yeah. yeah. And I feel bad for the victims and their families and.
0: Hmm. So that's kind of. Do we have anything else to talk about? I think I'd be touched on every single point and
1: yeah. how crazy
0: this motherfucker was. Yeah. <laughs> So he's currently, obviously, he's facing a life sentence without parole. Like Megan said, he's pleaded not guilty, which is just insane to begin with. But yeah, it's good that the police came in. I mean, it seemed like they came in pretty quick to to be able to stop him and to not kill more people. But he was planning more. He was planning to not only stop here, but to get out of there and to shoot more people at another grocery store. So I'm glad he was stopped when he was and now, hopefully later on, we can give you guys a little update on what's going on with him whenever he's sentenced. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. a tragedy. And, you know, it's sad to report, but I feel like, like we talked about with UFOs, it's like good to talk about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not let it be swept under the rug and, you know, keep the mm-hmm. dialogue open. Yeah.
0: Well, I also I, like he people that died, like the, you said, age train from 20 to 86, the 20 year old survived. The people he killed were like elderly, like old people.
1: Like they were just minding their own business.
0: Yeah, they were like ages 50 plus and they're like grandparents. One of them I read like she battled and survived breast cancer. She was surviving like like brain aneurysms and then her sister or something was like, and then she walks into a Tops and gets shot up. It's like she survived all this stuff, but then she walks into the grocery store out of all places. Like it's Mm -hmm. so fucking sad. Or, like, how to even be, like, a loved one's surviving, like, a survivor of somebody who died in that situation. Like, it must be so tragic to even live through.
1: hmm I know. I can't imagine.
0: But I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you guys. This was getting a little bit depressing on, yeah. on, mon- on a Monday here on Crime on Tap. So we apologize yeah. for that. But it was just what, two big stories that we wanted to talk about. And I mean, they did. They they ate up a lot of our time today.
1: <laughs> yeah. So on that note, um, please listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and the other ones. Tell your friends, family, and foes. Five-star mm. reviews. And make sure to follow us on Crime on Tap Pod and DM us your ideas, your questions, comments, concerns, insults, all of that. We try to update when we post, but sometimes life just gets in the way.
0: Yeah. Mm, getting a little busy. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time where, where crime, crime is always, always on, on
1: tap. tap. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs>